what is up everybody welcome back to the comic book lair this is kyle and i'm ray dude i feel like i haven't hung out with you in months dude it's a relief to be hanging in the lair tonight right sorry sorry if that came out loud but man (laughs) it's good good to be in the lair yeah dude it's good to see you man it's been a crazy couple weeks for you huh we've had some chaos going down but um i think things are gonna go Gonna things go are going to settle down a little bit. Yeah, they're gonna, things are going to straighten out and settle down. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I hope they do for you, man, because you've had a you've had a stretch, bro. It's been tough. I will say this, man. Um, this past like week, especially this past week, in my just my craziness I've had a, a, of life going on and traveling around. I will say this. In my um, my last week of training here for my for my new position, man, I have met some of the coolest people, man. Yeah, heard some of the coolest stories. Um, I wish I could share them here. I, I would feel weird sharing them without, like, you know, making sure it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, I just love hearing people's stories, man, and just um, especially from older people, man. It's been it's been incredible. So that is one good thing I've been able to. Um, have as like almost like an encouragement you know because when you're going through tough times like you know i don't know you need that and so i think that was something that was special i think this past week that i've been able to to um experience and kind of help me uh you know go through i don't want to say tough times but you know just hard moments of life so it's good right on dude yeah how has your week been i've been crazy a little calmer over there crazy (laughs) A little calmer than you, that's for sure. I'm not transitioning, training, got family stuff going on. Like, yeah, it's been a lot easier for me, dude. But it was my uh, littlest one's birthday, so she turned five today, the 21st, and uh, it's been been cool. We had a whole weekend just celebrating her, and you can tell just how much it meant to her, and she was eating it up, dude. She's the shy one, so... You could tell she's like nervous about all the attention, but just secretly eating it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was cool. Uh, I got to take her out to lunch today, just me and her. And, uh, you know, they brought her like a little special birthday Sunday. And she just thought, how, you know, she kept saying, how do they know it's my birthday? Like, I'm not going around telling people, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, it's because you're so special, dude. Everyone knows your birthday. That's hilarious. Right on so it's been cool and the party went really well and just cool, man. Just grateful. Good. Uh, what about, um, let me ask you this. Summer's coming up. You guys got any like summer vacation plans? You guys doing anything this summer? What, what are you doing? Keeping it so, low key? Keeping it pretty low key. Um, but we did get Disneyland tickets for our kids oh, for their birthday. Yeah. So we'll be taking them to D land, uh, sometime this, uh, this summer. And, uh, it's going to be fun, man. <laughs> I'm jelly, dude. I hope you get. Are you gonna? You got to try to go during the week, though, man. Weekends are. I mean, we're going any, on a Wednesday. Oh, good. Yeah. So I got the day off work already, and and dude, next week is a. It's just a crazy kind of time because my littlest one is gonna be done with preschool, going into kindergarten. Like, yeah, everybody's uh, moving up. Everyone's moving up, dude, and it's just wild, dude. Time goes fast, man. Time goes When's fast. When's the last dude. time you went to the old D land? Uh, we went to D land, uh, maybe a couple years ago, two, three that years, long ago, ago, two huh? years ago, maybe something like that. It was when we lived here. So within that time frame, all right. I think we the same, we did the same sort of deal. We got like, got them for a Christmas gift or a birthday yeah, yeah. gift or 
Something like that. So I'm stoked because last time we went, my oldest one, she did um what's the mountain one roller coaster? The not, uh not Matterhorn? Space mountain. Yeah, that one I think. I hate that ride, dude. She it loved it though. Beats me up when I'm on that ride, dude. <laughs> just shakes you all around. Uh. By the time I get off that, I need to like go to the chiropractor. Yeah, it just is old and dude. The way you get tossed around in there, like it's not no, no. fun. No, dude. The one that was the biggest eye opener for me though was when we did the teacups. Like oh, that's when dude, I realized I don't even how get in that old line I was, anymore, bro. Dude. Get out of like, here with the teacup ride. And I was just trying to get it going like really crazy for him to like show him how boss I was. Like dad's not afraid of nothing. Then you had a bubble gut the rest <laughs> of the day or what? <laughs> I felt like trash, dude. <laughs> Yeah, and my wife was in it with me, and she's like, "You gotta stop! You gotta stop now! Like, yep. slow it down." There's just some rides you don't get on anymore, dude. Like, yeah. um, I can't remember if I told you this. Like a few weeks back, they had like a little city fair here. We might have oh, talked yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, I think bit. we did a little bit, dude. I went on the Gravitron, like that one that just oh, zips you around. No, dude, it was a terrible idea. <laughs> I was like hanging upside down because I was like that cool dad, just like you, you know, I was like, check me <laughs> yeah, out, kid. And yeah. My girls were just like looking at me like, dad, this isn't cool. Like we were the only ones on the ride. And I, the guy was looking at me like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> we went early in the morning, dude. Like there was no one there. And um, so we like walked on the ride. We're the only ones on the ride, dude. Yeah, this dude is like, look at this old man, like hanging upside down on the wall, dude. And after I had the worst bellyache all day, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, um, dude, I give you credit for going on those, man. I'm too too freaked out to go on those like carny rides anymore, dude. They're like so half heartedly put together, dude. Yeah. And I've seen Instagram videos of them like rocking and tipping, and I'm just like, dude. <laughs> Let's no just say way. we left there, and I told my girls, I said, never again am I going on any of them rides. I don't even know why I let you go on them. <laughs> So crazy, man. But at least like Disneyland, they got like professionals like maintaining them. And yeah, yeah. Dude, I did get to see Mario. Dude. I loved think? it. Did you? I, it's not me. like the most amazing story, but it's yeah, just cool yeah. to see those characters and some the of the nostalgia behind it, it. Yeah, it plays to the game. And uh my kids ended up loving it. So it was win-win for me. Did you and get to sit through the part where they're rolling around in Mario Kart? And yeah, that see was that cool. Scene. See, and I missed Rainbow it. Road. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, I missed know. it. That was, was probably the cool. funnest part. Yeah, my kids love that part. But dude, it's so funny because you know how Bowser loves Peach. Yeah. Well, I have two girls, two little girls, and like for a week they kept asking me, like, why does Bowser love Peach? <laughs> <laughs> And I and I had to keep talking about love to them and what it means and you know what Bowser's love actually is and peaches 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 peaches, peaches. <laughs> Jack Black dude oh so funny dude for some weird reason and I have no idea why like my son has played like Mario Kart on, on the on his little Nintendo and I think we had it on the Switch for a while when we had the Switch. But his favorite character throughout the whole thing was Luigi. Yeah. And I was like, dude, Luigi's not even in it that much. I know. And he uh, just loves him, dude. He's like, 
He just loves Luigi, and I'm like, all right, right. I love I love Luigi too. That was me and Sarah's favorite. And then uh, Toad, dude, was pretty hilarious. Toad character, was cool. Yeah, where he's just like smiling and brave in the most ridiculous circumstances, dude. Yeah. It was so funny. What about that crazy little like star guy that was like hanging in the dungeon? Too dark, bro. Too <laughs> dark. Wild, they needed to dude. tone that guy down. I don't even know where he was from. I know I've seen him before, but I can't tell you either. I couldn't but. recall where he was from or nothing. And I was trying to like figure it out during the movie. And I was like, what is this guy doing? Way too dark, bro. Way yeah, too I dark. Threw man. some adult adult humor in there or something. I don't know. But it was cool, cool, cool story about, you know, family and the Donkey Kong scene with Mario and him was pretty cool when they were fighting. Yeah. So I loved that whole that whole thing. And it was cool. I ended up buying it. Because uh, you could, it came to home. Yeah, it's already, yeah. And so you could rent it or buy it. But, bro, literally, you could rent it for 25 or you could buy it for 29 And I was like, all right, yeah. let's buy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still haven't got to see Guardians yet. I'm hoping Me to go either. this week, man. I really want to go watch it in theater. Yeah, and the new Ant-Man is on Disney Plus now. I did see that. I came home the other day. My kids had it on. And I was like, I haven't seen this yet. Don't. It was like right during some big battle scene. And I was like, I don't want to watch this. So did you did you watch it? No, because it was like halfway through the movie, and I didn't want to sit down. And oh, you, you know, said miss- you saw it. I wasn't sure if you meant you saw that it was on. No, or no, you- my kids just had it on in the background, and like I I came in, I think from work or something, and I was like, no way, I didn't know this was coming. Yeah, coming to Disney Plus, so um, I'll have to sit down and watch that. Yeah, me too, dude. Real quick before we get going into our bo dub this week, um, let's talk a little a little sports lair. Dude, what do you you think about playoffs going down right now? Dude, well, first of all, I can believe that the Joker's crushing the Lakers. I mean, you know who's really crushing the Lakers, though, is Murray, dude. Dude, Jamal Murray's having a game, a series, dude. He is going off. And uh, so that's been absolutely nuts. So it looks like it's going to be Denver and Miami, an eight seed in the Listen, final. I will say this. I love players like Jimmy Butler. Just yeah. those gritty, just OG, just tough as nails. I love those dudes. So, um, but I'm cool with either one winning. Like, it, you know, the Joker's been, he's worked his butt off. Phenomenal. He's got MVPs a bunch of times. And yeah. um but it'd be cool to see Jimmy Butler win one. Um, so it, I hope it's just a fun, it should be a fun series. And there's some bad blood between those two teams from earlier in the year. I don't know if the you remember. The Nuggets and the Heat? Yeah. Really? Look, um, you'll have to look up the video. There was a, a play at like half court where like um, one of the Morris brothers, I can't remember which one who's on the Heat, he like ran into the Joker when he was bringing the ball up and then the Joker came up behind him and like shoved him to the ground. That was from this year? I did I think it was. Oh. Yeah, so that could be a pretty chippy series. I can't believe the Celtics are going down to the heat, dude. I didn't expect that. That was wild. I mean, you know me. I'm such a basketball wizard. (laughs) That's one thing I know about you. (laughs) No, but it's been cool to to watch. That's for sure, man. Definitely some... um, some crazy games. I will say the the game three of the Nuggets and Lakers was a fun game to watch, man. I thought L.A. was going to come back for a little while. And then yeah. like the last two minutes, they went up like 12. And I was like, okay. Because then the Joker was like, you know what? I've ha- I haven't had a good game. It's time for me to take this into my own hands. And Yeah. There's As much as I love watching Steph Curry drain a three, 
I might like watching the Joker's crazy assists even better, dude. You know what? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you, since we're just two sports analysis, just yeah. shooting the breeze. <laughs> when you look at the Joker. No. <laughs> Not even close, dude. It he doesn't, doesn't look like sense. he has one athletic bone in his body. And he's tearing it up. <laughs> it's incredible me to me, dude. When I see I this know. guy walking around, I'm like, what is this dude? How is he on the court doing some magic passes and just making the ball go in when you don't think it's possible? And I don't, I don't get it. I know. Hey, to keep it on sports there really quick. Did you see some MLB team had a catcher pitch an inning? And he pitched a pitch that was like 45 miles an hour. Yeah. So they've been doing that a lot in the past couple of years, especially like when teams are up big, they don't want to like burn through their bullpen or something. So they'll throw some random dude in there who might've been a pitcher, like in a high school or college. Oh, and okay. he's just like whipping it in there, like 50 miles an hour. <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's so funny, dude. He threw it and the, the batter was cracking up. At I think him. it was the dude from the Braves. I think yeah. it was Ron Lacuna. Yeah. Yeah. And he threw it, and it was 45 miles an hour, and the batter's just dying. Everyone yeah, in the yeah. opposing team's dugout's dying. <laughs> dugouts are busting up, yeah. So funny, dude. Yeah, I love it when they do that. Um, it, it, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, when in the, in, when you get to that high of a yeah. level of competitiveness, you know, it's pretty cool to see stuff like that go down. Yeah. And did you see uh the the quarterback coach of the Niners has been working one-on-one -on -one with Lance and saying Lance has made huge progress to it. He's been over summer he's been training with Mahomes. Really? Yeah. Well, he said his mechanics have gotten like a lot better. So. It'll be if Brock Purdy can recover that quick and come back, he better be the starter. I agree. I agree. But um I mean they they gave everything to draft Trey Lance, so you still got to give him, you know, yeah. got to give him a chance. Yeah. I'm stoked for football season, man, coming I'm up. I don't know. Stoked too, dude. So, I, are you a Kittle fan? How do you feel about? Kittle? I love Kittle, man. I love it. Kittle. He just dude. seems like a fun player. He seems like a fun dude to be in the locker room. Like he plays the game hard, but then he also you could tell he's out there having fun. Yeah, like dude. he's laughing. And he, he's said, like, he said it. He's like, I'm playing a game. Like, if I'm not having fun, then I don't want to be. Here. Yeah, even like with you know the opposing team, like he's you know he's just you can tell he's a cool, genuine dude, and yeah. um, he seems like a dude I would hang out with. Yeah, one of the cool things about being a Warriors fan and a Niners fan is, dude, the the Niners like Kittle, Purdy. And Debo, they go to the Warriors games like all the time. And it's so funny to watch them when like someone makes a play and they're just losing their minds. I'm like, it's just cool, man. Like what a fun little like yeah, world to be in. They all support each other. That is cool. So I guess I got to start rooting for the Giants just to keep my my teams all in the Same. Bay Area. Yeah, Are the Giants any good team to root for? Um, I don't know anything about baseball. Dude, they've been around for a long time. They would be a cool, like they have a cool fan base. Um I would love to go to Giant Stadium and sit over yeah. by McCovey Cove. Um, it's on my bucket list, one of the stadiums to go check out. So um, I'll be okay with it, I guess. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? So would you say the Angels are your team? The team you root for? So I grew up an Angel fan, um, living down in Southern California. That was the team I, I visited most. But then I had a love for the Baltimore Orioles because I love yeah. Cal Ripken, the old um, Ripper. Yeah, the old Ripken, the Iron Man. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, so I, you know, I'm an Angel fan. It's it's um it's cool watching Otani play. It's tough to play. be an Angel fan, bro. But yeah, man, I don't. I think Otani's going to be a Dodger next year or a Yankee. We'll see. I hope he doesn't go Dodger. He'll be one of those. I bet you anything. Let, it, let love, it be said today on the yeah. lair. You heard it year. here on yeah, the you, comic you, book lair. You first. heard it first. Sports talk on the lair. Otani will be a Dodger or a Yankee next year. <laughs> Dude, the time I loved baseball the most, though was when the Diamondbacks had Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Randy. Dude. The Randalion. So crazy. It's not his nickname, but anybody that's named Randy, I like to call him Randalion. <laughs> I don't know why. How many people do you know named Randy? I know a few Randys. All right. And they are strictly Randalion. Both of them. <laughs> the most random I thing. have a terrible, terrible memory when it comes to mem- like remembering people's names so i try to come up with funny jingles like the randalion and then i just know it's randy <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the office when jan's taking michael to the deposition and he, and he comes up with all these crazy ways to remember what it yep, is it yeah i love it and that's how i have to do because i'm dude i'm terrible with names dude and it's oh my um, gosh it's actually really bad and so if i if i come up with a little jingle like Randalion, then it what works out. What are you stop saying, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we've been chatting long enough, dude. Let's um, let's get into our bo dub, man. We're wrapping up real quick uh, before we get into our bo dub. I have okay. to ask you a separate question. All right, you liked the Immortal Hulk for from what you have read so far, right? I ha- I did. Yep, dude. So and that's written by Al Ewing, right? Yep. Al. Yep. <laughs> Like I know him or something. Yep, Al. Good old Al, my buddy Al. Dude, he's writing uh, the Immortal Thor now, so I he's going to do that. a big long run on Thor. And that uh, could be cool because I love that. Could Al be red. It could be neat. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I haven't read a ton of Thor either, so it could be Me neat either. to jump in. Yeah, I think I might try. <laughs> right on, dude. I want to give it a shot. (laughs) Well, what do you say we jump into our B.O.W., man? Let's get into it. Let's rip it, dude. Volume three, Skyward. We've been sitting in this story for a while. Been loving it. Uh, You want to give a little overview of volume three, or you want me to? You want me to overview it? Just you don't need to overview. Just kind of like set set the stage for us, like where we yeah, left so, off, where so we're picking up. If you've been following the last few weeks, we've been um, in Skyward here, and uh, follows this uh, girl named Willa. Um, basically, gravity is um, not completely gone on Earth, but it is is there's not that much. So you can it's you not can, very functional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, are we going to go Joe Burrow here or should I start making his like pronouncing his name right for the villain? Barrow. Oh my gosh. You I got, got it, it dude. Right, dude. I'm telling you I'm bad with names, dude. So it's so funny. Cause I was, I was just going to say, just go for it to see if you'd get it right. But I, Barrow Burrow, everyone knows who we're talking about at this point. Yeah. So, um, anyways, we fo- we're following, uh, Willa. Um, her dad is, um, I don't know if he was one that like was behind the whole, uh, I don't think he was behind the whole thing, gravity and disappearing, but him and this other guy, they had, um, they knew it was coming. They were planning for it. Um, G day happened. All kinds of people disappeared. Uh, Willa's mom ended up floating into space in, in volume one. 
And um, at the end of volume one, her dad floats in the space. So now she's trying to save the planet and bring back G-Day because her dad is like, hey, I got this book. You need to make it to this town. You can bring gravity back. And so she's, you know, starts this mission and um, a little bit of double crossing came in here and there. And we get to we get to volume three now. And she's she's in Kansas City. Yeah, you know, she is. Um, don't 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 say it yet, because I have so many questions before we. Gosh, get to I have reveal. so many questions as well. So she she gets to Kansas City, and let's just get, dive into it. Let's just yeah. dive right in. Well, yeah. So she's she's running to Kansas City now still because Burrow is on his way <laughs> with Dad's Barrow, book yep, yeah. <laughs> to, uh, stop to stop whatever him. to stop whatever it is that Dad had planned to 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 reinstate gravity. Which, as far as we know, is. It seems like, you know, That's according to dad and this yes. book, it seems like the way it was moving is there's a way to bring gravity back. Yes. And that's what dad is like. Dad early on kept saying he had a way to fix it. He's been working on an equation in his book, right? Like he's working on it. He doesn't have it yet. He's working on it. And then he's like, okay, I think I got it now. So you get to three and that's where you're at. You're like, all right. Because I remember I asked you last time, like, you know, what's it going to be like? Can she bring gravity back? Is there going to be some sort of thing? And just real quick, it didn't seem like what Barrow and her dad, I wish I remembered his name now. They didn't cause G-Day or anything like that. They were just scientists that figured out gravity was eventually going to be lost. Like something was going to happen and the gravitational force on Earth was going to be minimized. So, bro, <laughs> first of all, I say bro way, way, way first too much. First of all, let, let, let's clear something up here. So at the end of um, volume two, right, we get this figure that we don't know yeah, who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turns out to be mom. So mom yeah. is back in the picture and she shows up right at the end of uh, issue, what is it, 11? Start yeah. of volume three. <clears throat> and so you get these two big... Like these two big things happen right in the very beginning of, of volume three, right? You find out it's mom and you find out that dad's plan. Well, you don't find out everything about dad's plan, but it, it's not what you expect. No. And I have, am so confused. So basically, instead of bringing gravity back, dad's plan was to basically just live in this underground city that he created. And it's a rad masterpiece. That's for sure. Yeah, it's the Truman Show done to uh, the T. 100%. Yeah, 100% Truman Show. They're even painting clouds on the ceiling. Like, Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, dude. It didn't make a lick of sense. Because, so it's 13 years, right? I think is what it was. Or, no, I don't remember. 23, something like that. It was a long time from G-Day to now. I think it was this 13. Thing, 13. This thing was done. They had a guard guarding the door because the dad told mom, if we ever get separated when the gravity's gone, meet me here. Yeah, and this it wasn't, wasn't a flashback, like, yeah. It wasn't like something that needed to be completed. It was done. This place was built. Why didn't dad tell Willa about it? Why didn't dad say, hey, your mom floated away. If, if she did somehow happen to survive, I told her to meet me at this really cool thing that I did. Where I built, like, why was it a big secret? Like, he had some secret way to bring gravity back, and it was just like an underground lair, just an underground, rad underground lair. I Uh, I give him props; it was cool. Um, but okay, but I have another question. I I didn't understand it. Didn't understand it either. It also was painting from the very beginning, painting 
uh, man, now I keep wanting to say Burrow. Burrow as, <laughs> Got as, as the bad guy and her dad as a good guy. But to be honest, they both did the same thing just in different ways. That is true. I never thought of it like that. But that's like, a very so good he, point. So Barrow figured out what to do about gravity by making magnets and that whole thing. This dude figured out what to do about gravity by building an underground city. Like, they're the same thing. Interesting. See, I didn't think of it like that. But yeah, that's you a know valid, what I mean? That's a very valid point. Yep. And so I was, then I was like, I don't understand how her dad's all of a sudden better. Like, he'd be the one making all the money on this thing. It's, I, just, I don't know. Wow. That just opened a whole new door in my world with this story. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was honestly... Um, for me with this third volume was kind of a bummer. I will say like, I wasn't expecting that. And, um, you know, you have all this buildup, right. Oh. In the first two volumes of, Hey, this is what Will is doing. She's on track. She's bringing gravity back to, there was this like, almost like this dilemma with her and her friend Edison. Like, will she even bring gravity back because of the world they live in now? A lot of people might, freak out so we were like me and you were wrestling with that decision you know like mm-hmm. is she gonna do it even if she has the opportunity well there's not even an opportunity and they built it up like there was gonna be this big deal where she was gonna bring it back and it was just like even borrow barrow burrow <laughs> even he was dying laughing when he found out yeah, about it i know and he was like, dude, this is a joke. I'm going back to Chicago. Like later, this is not yeah. even a, I you shouldn't even keep worry about this. Yeah. So then it was just like, there was no, I don't know. There was no real buildup for me. It was, or the buildup that there was, was kind of just wasted. I thought. Mm-hmm. Like the way I said it to you, I still kind of believe this a little bit. In terms of like finishing off as being the third arc of this story, it was a letdown. If this was a standalone like volume, I don't think it would have been as bad. Like I did like it. There was lots of twists and turns, drama, like even with the mom and Barrow at the end, like kind of tricking him, tying him up, trying to save the day with Willa on her own, letting Willa know like, hey, you're capable of doing this. You don't need Barrow to save the world. And the stuff with Lucas. I mean, there was some stuff towards the very end with Lucas that was like, I just try to forget about. Uh, remember when he gets attacked by those thugs? Like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But that was, all of it was kind of cool. And the way they saved uh, Chicago was yeah. neat. And I liked all that stuff. But the biggest thing about it just overshadows it with that underground city. And how does nobody know when you're building something underground this massive? Like, nobody's aware of it. Yeah, you don't. And see how is big... Barrow not aware of it? Like yeah. he was his right hand man. Yeah. So there's a lot of opening questions. I will say. So I was honestly, I was a little, um, I don't know, just a little thrown off. I guess I could say. I will say the art is amazing. I love watching. You know the way they capture movement and like Willis flying through the air. I think all those scenes are are super fun. Um, definitely a lot of fun scenes in this one where she's, you know, running around jumping, especially when they get back to Chicago and they're trying to save Chicago from the invasion with Lucas. So rolling in. panels on yeah, that one. Dude, some of the double pages are so cool. And uh, the fight scenes are cool. Um, and it's neat to see her link back up with everybody from volume one, like all of her messenger friends or whatever they are. Um, yeah. So the way they, they come like, 
back together to save the city. Like they're technically like, if they're looked at in the city, you know, they're the, like the lower class, like no one wants that job, you know, but they're the ones who come and save the city. Yeah. And so I thought that was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, just, it, it does overshadow it a lot. And I was a little bummed out. Me too, man. She did fall in love with Edison. I, I didn't see that coming, but you you <laughs> nailed it. So yeah, her and Edison are buddies now. And then the other thing I wanted to say is that this should have ended at chapter 13. Oh, yeah. That was I don't another... Know, I don't know what issue 14 just felt like didn't need to take place. Or, yeah, whatever the last issue was, I thought it was weird. I was like... Yeah, 14. It, in, yeah, it ended in... No, 15. In, you're right. Yeah, yeah, so, so it should have ended at 14. That's what I thought. So 14 ended it, and I was like, sweet, it's over. That, that was a cool story. And then you turn it, and you have one more issue, and you're like, this is a weird, like, add-on issue that was kind of strange, but I guess they had to wrap up some loose ends. I, I don't know. I didn't even wrap up any loose ends. Like you got a weird thing with Lucas being taken out by the thugs that tried to take out Willa and like literally issue one, you've got a weird wedding taking place who that I wasn't even really sure like what was happening and who the characters were. And then you've got her and, uh, a weird thing with her and Edison where she decides she's going to like... She's bouncing. Yeah, I love you, but I'm going to go explore the world with Ma, dude. Peace yeah, out, bro. Yeah. So, I don't know. Did yours Did yours have the epilogue? I didn't. No, mine did not have the epilogues. Tell me so, about that. So, the epilogue was literally just three pa- two pages. And it's her and her Ma. Uh, they've tr- they're traveling, right? And just like... Seeing the ocean, I guess. You know, it's floating, which is cool. And she's just writing a letter to dad. And so the end is just like, I miss you so much, dad. Two pages hmm. of like her writing a letter about her and her mom's like journeys exploring the world. That's kind of cool. Let me ask you this. Going back to mom. She's in that underground bunker for years. And falls in love with somebody Ends else. up falling in love with another dude, which is, that's fine. You know, she thinks, you know, who knows what's going on in the world. But why wouldn't she, like, I understand, like, they're protecting the underground world and they didn't want to let anybody in because it could be chaos. If You know, once you let one person in, like, we can't let them all in kind of thing. But why wouldn't you go out there and, like... I don't know. You know, send a message. Like, Well, it seems to me like most places in stories like this where there's something along these lines usually have like a scout, right? Like somebody who's going out, like looking for things or people and could report something back. But they're so... uh, Sorry to interrupt. Even the mayor, like which is her new um, husband in the underground city he even told her because she ends up saying hey i'm out of here i'm gonna go i i I, she she's listening to the radio which Mm -hmm. in this underground city they banned they didn't want anybody listening to the radio to the outside world and she ends up hearing on the radio that there was this terrorist and it ends up being her daughter so that's why she's she leaves there to go find her well she gets in trouble because radios are banned right she was listening to one but Come to find out, the mayor was like, yeah, I would listen to the radio and keep track of things That's going right, on yeah. up in the upper world. So he knew, like, there were safe places out there That's and there right. was people living still. Dang and it. so I'm just like, what was the deal? Like, I don't, I just, 
I don't know. I hate. And then there was I, just the house that uh, Willa's dad built for their family that nobody ever stepped foot in. Like really it was empty. Like yeah, it was just a strange ending, and it didn't go. It just went in a weird direction. I didn't see coming. And I agree. I just for for all the buildup that I really enjoyed in issue one and two, it just it didn't hit home for me. Yeah, that's how so, I would kind of wrap it up. Yeah. So just to kind of clarify for anybody who's been following along, uh, gravity wasn't something that ever could be saved. There was an underground city that dad built and Willa and her goal was to, to let that underground city remain, but also save Chicago, which she does. Yep. And so then after that, after she saves Chicago, and she brings all the the bug hunters that were farmers. She lets them live in the underground city and they're farmers there Which now. was a cool resolution to that. I did like that. And Chicago's now being run by Edison and Edison's family. And is Edison the mayor now? He's trying... So Edison's family is kind of shady. Yeah. So he's trying to... He told Willa, even though he wants to go with her exploring, that he the right thing to do is stay there to run it better than his kind of shady family would, which was a cool, another cool thing in, in the story that happened. Yeah. So that's kind of just where it ends. And that's, that's the big conclusion. There's an yeah. underground city and you can live there if you want, or I guess you can live in Chicago and still take advantage of Barrow's technology. Like that never got really wrapped up. Like is the magnetized, He's still just sitting back collecting money and just being rich. That's what I'm assuming. Because there was that scene where he's in jail, right? And that girl says she's going to put him to work down with the farmers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could kind of make up for, yeah. But they never really said like, yeah, they saved Chicago, but what's the world look like now? Like, is there still I think we're just left walkers and some people who fly around? You know. To straighten it all out. And I'm sure it's a long process, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, what are you thinking, man? What, uh, three, you know? Yeah, you, so uh, I gave the first volume a five. I gave the second volume a four, I believe. Yeah, that's what I did as well. And I'm going to give this volume a three. I'm giving it a three five. Yeah, because I mean, there was stuff I I still really enjoyed about it. The art throughout and the movement, like we said, and there was some cool stuff that got tied into it. I mean, I I was pretty disappointed with the the payoff being just not really a payoff for me, but I I still I still enjoyed it. You know, it was still definitely a cool read. You know, I would say, you know. um, It's worth picking up for sure. Just the the art is is really good. And um, yeah, so I, I think a- when I think of a three, I think threes are my like things I would say. It's a fun Sunday read. Yeah. You know, it's not bad. It's still fun. I think you start getting into the bad realm with the twos and lower. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and like I said, this one would be, would have been cooler if it was standalone because then the issues that carried over uh, wouldn't have been a thing. And, but because that was there, maybe a three and just that. The weird stuff with Lucas at the end of the last issue didn't make sense. I just didn't understand why he's like still there hiding out. Like, why is he still trying to take out Willa? Like, dude, you lost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she did spoil his plot to take over, you know, 
But yeah. I, I did think it was weird that he got beat up by these two dudes who Willa just dominated, and he was supposed to be this just right battle warrior, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. So I would still say, do I regret buying the oversized hardcover? No, I probably would actually read this story again. I think it was fun enough to to dig through all over again. Um, and the artwork's phenomenal, so I enjoy the uh, the oversized nature of the hardcover as well. Yeah. So kind of just a fun action story with a little bit of a weird ending. Yeah, I will say it, it was fun. That's for sure. Um, yeah, let us know what you think about this one. What, what you yeah. thought? If you're reading this, if you read through it already. Uh, if you're reading along with us, um, I would really love to know how you, how you thought it wrapped up and um, what your take was on it. Uh, leave a, leave us a message over in the Discord about it if you're checking this one out. Heck yeah, buddy. Heck yeah. Anyways, I do want to chat a couple more things here before we wrap it up for the day. Um, we got to we got to get into some sweet tooth, man. Oh, let's, that's let's right. Let's talk about it. Epi, what four? Four. Yeah. What'd so Peter got slayed. Oh, Peter. Oh, Pete. Man, big man decided to uh, be vulnerable. Okay. <laughs> That's the question and... I have for you here. That was a, one of the biggest moments in in, the, in episode four, I thought, was um, big man has some struggles, some, some stuff in his past that we don't even know about. His family's missing. Yeah. He joined up with the last man. Um, we were told in the previous episode that he was with the last man, but he didn't do anything bad with kids. And now he comes out and he kind of spills the beans. Um, what do you think, man? Tell us, tell, let me know what you think. Cause you're a big man fan. Yeah, it was tough to hear, but I think seeing how much, even in his telling of it, how it hurts him and how he pretty much says like everything he's doing now is to like get away from that. Uh, I don't think it spoiled my love of Big Man. It makes him more of a rounded character with flaws, just like all of us, and somebody who reg- has like regrets. And uh, the thing that I was more disappointed in is that she didn't see that mm-hmm. and just got so mad that she abandoned him. And especially um, because of her background, she is a. I'm assuming she's some type of psychologist or something. Oh, that's right. She was in that office at the beginning, right? Yeah. So I think that's what she said she did. She's a therapist or something. And for her to just kind of abandon him like that, because you got to look at it from big man's perspective at that point. Like he lost his family. That's why he initially joined up. It's not yeah. like he joined up because he's like, I'm going to hurt hybrids. And that he was on a search for two people that he lost. Yeah. And in the midst of all that sort of emotional stuff that he's carrying, getting wrapped up in a weird group, who's having him do weird things where he finds out he's good at something. And so he's just doing what he's good at. Um, and hopes to find his family, I'm sure, yeah, you know? Yeah. Pretty tough, though. What'd you think about Bobby's arc here in this episode? Dude, Bobby was hysterical, man. He's bebopping around (laughs) tunnels and he's out and about and he's, he's going to get some help. I think, I think he's going to come through in a big way. Um, what'd you think of of the doctor's discovery and, um, finding, Oh, finding a a cure. cure. I'm curious. You think it's a real cure? I think he did it. 
I think you did it. Yeah. yeah. I thought that the doctor's wife was being way too brave towards yeah. uh She's making Abbott. me nervous. She's getting way too bold, man. Yeah. She's not in a in a position to be doing that either. Like, no. what is she gonna do? I know. Uh I'm actually kind of really intrigued by her arc and I want to know where she's going. Yeah. Uh, because I feel like I feel like some big stuff could happen with her. Yeah, I agree. It is um, interesting watching her and, and she's kind of like building this friendship with the yeah, hybrids. giving them food. And yeah, so very interesting. I guess her leverage is her husband because without her husband, they're not making right. any, you know, she, he's not going to produce any more of, the, of the, the so-called cure that he created. Like, so she does have some leverage there, I guess. She Didn't could it seem use. like the doctor was losing his mind a little bit about Abbott, though? Like just talking about how cool he is and how he's not that bad of a guy. And yeah, I, I think he's know. playing that card to his wife so they can get out of there. He's you know to make her like settle hmm. down and not push the envelope too far, where he just like slays them. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. So, um, but a lot of interesting stuff, man. I, I really, I continue to like it a lot, man, actually. So it's been, it's been a cool show. Dude, the cup you're using right now. Uh, listen, I have all these cups laying around my house. And this one, this one is the old... Um, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. I got, um, who do I got on here? I got Marshall. You got Marshall, Rubble, Chase, Chase is and Sky. on the case and um, just sipping some water out of this bad boy. <laughs> it looks real rad. <laughs> Super rad. That's <laughs> what happens when you got all, dude. I, I probably have some of these from when my girls were like two or three years old, sipping out of these, just sitting up there in the cupboard, like faded as all can be, princesses. Yeah. This isn't a fancy household. We are drinking out of some. Some old cups that are probably probably got plastic wearing off as I'm sipping out of this. Get a little plastic shavings in there too. <laughs> but um, yeah, so really enjoying that. Um, one other thing I did get into this week, uh, which I know we've both been reading, is uh, Mosley issue number four. Yeah. Tell me about it. It was kind of a letdown for me, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was kind of weird. There was a lot of like inner dialogue with um with our main character Mosley. I didn't really some of it I didn't understand fully, you know. Me neither. And I wasn't really under understanding where we left. And the main god, the red dude, I didn't really Atum, understand what he, I think Atum, his name is. I didn't understand what he was saying half the time. And got very like I don't know if philosophical is the word or just got kind of, yeah. I don't know. It went a little in a different direction. I, I didn't expect one thing I did like though, is like the family dynamics that uh, Rob is, is throwing in there where he's bringing the I like family. the flashbacks better than the, yeah. In the very back. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Well, I like that. And just the flashbacks in the re regular part of the issue as well. Yeah. Where So, so I do like that, that the family, you know, they've been split apart for so long because they all have their own different beliefs and now, you know, they're, they're back together. And they're they're kind of on a mission to to take out this technology god that's kind of ruling the city, and he has like this big idea to basically separate, yeah, um, like mind and body, yeah, and um, which in turn would almost pretty much kill all the humans, right? And so his daughter finds out about that. She's trying to spoil his plan. Mosley's over here fighting him. The mom is getting her crew ready to go to try to go in and help. And so you got all these pieces kind of playing together, um, 
which I liked. And I did like how they all came together at the end. And now the final issue, because I think it's just a five issue arc is them three going to pull the plug, hopefully on, on all this is what needs to happen. Cause this, this technology God is still essentially plugged into the power grid in which they needed mm-hmm. to save. Oh yeah. When they go down into that tunnel at the yeah. end. Huh? So there yeah. was some cool stuff, but there was some stuff that I kind of didn't fully understand with all that, with the, the, the main technology God and the pyramid. Um, but I'm still in it. I got one more issue. Yeah. The art is, I still really enjoy the art as well. That's another thing I, I really liked. And um, so yeah, it was good. I'm worried about, yeah, we'll see how it goes. What do you let me let me I, I want to just ask you something here. It's I don't know if we can implement this as as a segment into the old show. I'm just gonna I'm just shooting from the hip here. This is gonna be called What Do You Think? Because we do this a lot. <laughs> yeah. How do you think it's gonna go down? What do you think is gonna happen with Mosley? And, and and do you think they're gonna be a family unit again? Do you think they've gone too far? Like, do you think um, it's even possible with with everything that has happened in their past? And um, also, like, I, I know the daughter mentioned and or the the mom mentioned too. Like, you can't just destroy technology altogether because then, like, everybody's so like. There's a lot of elements yeah. going on here. You know what's so weird, dude? Is when I was reading this, I was in some weird ways, kind of blending it with Skyward because there's some similarities. There is, yeah, yeah. And so I was getting worried that dad was going to die and then, like, because he has to, and mom and daughter might repair their relationship over that, you know, because that kind of brings people together when somebody does yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I don't really see it. I don't really see it going where they just pull the plug and everybody's hunky dory and yeah, no, they're I just a family that. again. Because mm-hmm. if there's one issue, because like you said, if they pull the plug here, it's a lot like Skyward, dude. I mean, you you get gravity back. What's going to happen? Uh, and I don't want it to be like what's really going to happen is there's an underground city. <laughs> <laughs> that's the oh. answer where they go live where there's no technology like so i'm worried to be honest with you i'm worried about the ending having read skyward and seeing some similarities that the ending isn't going to pay off in the way that i wanted to because at the beginning it was so much fun to just see a dad railing against technology and then the story kind of ballooned to a point where it was like not just as fun to watch a dad railing in the, against technology because you realize you know, maybe he's unhinged a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. About not not seeing the consequences, uh, but in this issue, you did get to see the mom talking to somebody about, like, come on, we've been working on this forever. Like, we've got this. Like, let's get our plan rolling. And they were yeah. kind of dragging their feet. So I wonder whoever she's talking to there is there going to be some sort of, you know, group who could come in and kind of like salvage whatever happens if they pull the plug, kind of like a middleman. Yeah, so mm. we'll see. I'm nervous though. What about you? I'm a little nervous as well. I honestly think, I, I think the damage that was that Mosley has done in the past with his family is, um, I don't want to say like beyond repair, but I think he's going to end up like, I think that machine because remember he trained. He was like part of the original, you know. So yeah. I don't know if he's a scientist or what he is that helped the like start this whole program. So I think that is part of, I think this program is actually part of him. Yeah. So I think, 
I think he's going to end up like sacrificing himself. Yeah. And it'll be the mom and daughter that kind of come together at the end. Do you think the tomb and Mosley are so connected that he has to die for it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Interesting. I think so. That's fascinating. That's a cool theory. So, um, I don't know. That's just where my brain went because he was, he was one of the original creators, I think, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what he said. Yeah. So, Anyways, I'm digging it. I'm stoked to, for uh, the last issue, and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see who. Uh, well, who knows? We could be way off, <laughs> just like we were with Skyward. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's but, part of um, the fun of it, though. I like oh, being yeah, way dude, off. To be I honest love it. with you, yeah, being and, way off is is more fun than being right on a lot of times. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that's kind of you know. I'll be straight honest with you, man. These last couple weeks, probably like last three weeks, have just been um, a little all over for me, and um, I've been like out of my groove with reading. So I'm ready to get back into some, just some cool stories, man. So hopefully yeah. now, um, you know, I'm done with my crazy training, traveling around and I should be, um, I should be on a, a more, I guess, steady schedule yeah. now. So yeah. uh, I'm ready to get back in the groove of things and uh, get some good reading in. So um, I, I wasn't able to get in anything else this week. Anything you want to touch up on before we uh, head out of here? Everything else I read, I'm saving because I don't want to spoil it for you. So okay. we'll hit it next week. I think we're hanging in the layer next we're week. Just so hanging. We'll chat about all these that we're getting into. Dude, what are you looking forward to next week? There's a lot of stuff coming out next week. You want me to just jam through it quick, or you can jam through it. You can name off a couple that you're looking at. Uh, how yeah, sure. The ones it? I'm most excited about, I think, um, Quested Six coming yeah, out. I saw that. Still, it's not been as fun as the first two issues, but I'm still enjoying the series uh, because of the way the last one ended, where it felt like he was going to get back into the main storyline. The main quest, yeah. The main yeah. quest. We've got Vanish 7. You know, I've been loving this arc. And yeah. It's just been phenomenal. Yeah, you loved issue six. Yeah. And uh, the other one I'm really stoked about is Indigo Children 3. Yeah, I saw that. Um, what else? We got uh, 007 for King and Country, issue number two from Dynamite. All Eight Eyes, issue number two. Yeah, from, I talked about that from too. Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Wow, that was terrible. <laughs> uh, Blue Book from another Dark Horse book coming out. Uh, I, I don't jam into that one because I don't like aliens. Uh, everybody knows that, but um, I heard good things about it. I'm out. I'm you're, out. Out, you're out? I haven't started it, and I've heard it's you know kind of hit and miss, so I don't think I'll pick it up. Uh, we got Boom, uh, Horror, Horror issue four. Yeah, coming so out from I think that's Boom. the end of the the story. Is it just a four? I think so. I could be wrong. Huh. I'll we have got, to check with um, Mark. He probably knows. He always knows. Kaya issue number eight. Stoked. I hope they they got to get to Jinx, dude. Jinx is captured by some monsters, and uh, they better get to him before it's too late. Because Jinx is getting into all this internal monologue where he's really questioning everything they've told him about being the chosen one. And Kaya and Seth are like this will they, won't they sort of deal. And I like it, man. It's been a lot of fun. And just a couple more. <clears throat> a couple Usagi. more. There. Yeah, we got uh, TMNT and Usagi, uh, issue number three, and the, uh, the Ambassadors, uh, issue number five from Image. Um, so it should be fun, yeah. man. I'm excited to get back to my comic shop. I haven't been there for like pretty much like three weeks. So I've got yeah. some stuff waiting for me. Um, I told my son. I can't wait for you to finish Little Monsters. I know. I need to. I, it's uh, waiting for me. I'm going to pick it up. And uh, I'm excited. I'm kind of nervous. But uh, yeah, yeah. 
We'll uh, the other another one worth mentioning is what's the furthest place from here? Oh, Thirteen yeah, is coming I did out. See that. Yeah. And uh, like always, make sure you check out coffeeinacomic.com. Enter our coupon code at checkout, comic book layer in all caps. It might be the comic book layers. Give it a whirl both ways until you get that 15% off uh, applied in your checkout. And uh, you think I've done this enough time, I'd know. But just as a reminder, uh, Frank is a rad dude. So support him, check him out, follow him on Instagram. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Dude, you're getting coffee, you're getting comics. It's a win-win. Right. And go ahead and check out uh, Mad Nerdy's Instagram. He's got a couple uh, videos there of some unboxing of some of his shipments from Frank. So yeah, you get a little idea fun. of what yeah. you're getting. Yeah. I like watching people unbox stuff. I don't know why. <laughs> 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 Have you ever watched like those people unbox like those uh, sports cards? And they like, I don't know if they're fake and thrown together or if they're legit, like pulling out these rookie Mike Trout cards. <laughs> Like, what do you think? I know this is way off subject, but now I'm on it. I love it, dude. I love how legit stoked you are about unboxing videos. Man. Bro, I started watching some of these people unbox these cards. Dude, the next day, I kid you not, I'm driving to some card shop. I looked no, up. No, you're not. I drove down and I'm buying packs of cards and I'm like, bro. Oh, man. I bought, I don't know how much worth, all these packs, dude. And I'm like, I'm going to unbox some rad cards. And I got a couple that I ended up like looking up that were like three bucks, five bucks, but I didn't get lucky and pull like a rookie Mike Trout or something. Yeah, I wonder if they are a little staged somehow. Yeah, like are they staged? Are they legit? Because if they are, man, that, yeah. it would be neat though to do something like that. I've never been yeah. that lucky. No, me neither. Or like those, they're unboxing. Like, I don't know Pokemon cards that well. Like I kind of started dabbling in it. Um, I know Ross would know a lot more, but like I've seen dudes like open rare like Pokemon cards and just are like jacked. So stoked mm -hmm. on this one card. And I wouldn't even know if I got a cool card or not, unless it was like shiny and like sparkly looking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking, uh, it isn't out yet, but I was, I did an episode with our buddies over at the, uh, the pull box pals and uh, we were talking about getting into comics and I was talking about like one of the first times I've, I went into a comic book shop as an adult and I'm sitting there browsing and I see a foil cover and I'm just like foil cover like I didn't even know those were a thing in comics and I'm like bro I better buy this because it's gonna be worth money <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I bought it remember that battle of the planets one I bought and, uh, and, and it ended up being worth like four or five bucks but <laughs> I spent like 15 on it at the time yeah you were fired up my gosh dude that's so funny well right on dude um uh, i was glad to be back in the lair with you man that's for sure it's um dude, so good hanging out with you bro i know honestly it's to the point now where like if anything ever happened to this i'd be worried about my mental health <laughs> i know dude this is we look forward to this every week yeah dude so much fun how can uh well what do, we already kind of spoiled it but do you want to tell people what we got going on next week and just how to follow us and keep dude, up yeah, with everything yeah. we got so going we're gonna on be hanging in the lair next week um hopefully catching up on a lot of books this week because i know i got a backlog kyle you always have a backlog going mm -hmm. on so yeah. um we'll be just going through some of our favorite reads and um stuff that we're looking forward to coming out this summer i know there's a lot of cool reads coming out um we'll get to that maybe next week and um, yeah, you can um, definitely uh, follow us here. Definitely um, share this with a friend. If you got yeah. somebody that's into comic books or just getting into it, um, yeah, shoot us, shoot them a link to our to our episodes and uh, let them know what's going on. We'd uh, definitely appreciate that. 
head over to our uh, Instagram at the comic book lair. You can see everything we're reading, what we're watching. And um, join the conversation over on our Discord. We'd love to meet you. Um, we love getting recommendations and, and seeing what everybody's reading out there. And um, anyways, good to be hanging, man. Heck yeah, buddy. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.